God gathers us. There is a plurality here. We equally stand as those who are solely gathered by the work of the gatherer, and yet none are gathered solely, singularly. We are gathered together, and that is why we come together as the people of God. Because we have been gathered, we come together, so that we might be equipped to gather. You're listening to the Weekly Sermon Podcast for Bethany Lutheran Church in Long Beach, California. You know, the older he got, that is St. Paul, the more he began to talk about, remember when I did this to the church. Remember when this was the result of following Jesus. And as he's talking to young pastor Timothy, he knows he's not going to be getting any older. Our letter today, the epistle, it's the last thing St. Paul writes before he is martyred by the church of Rome. But when he's talking to Timothy, uh, there are three little bitty words that he uses, three little bitty concepts that he says, this is what drives the church. This is where we're going. They are gathered, connected, and sent. They're the words we're going to be looking at not only the next three weeks, but they're the concepts that we want to be true about us as a body. If you will, they're kind of Bethany Blueprint 2.0. And each week, the next three weeks, as you walk in, you're going to see not just the word, but the icon that goes with it uh, is actually part of the, what we call the Bethany or Jerusalem cross stylized. We are the gathered people of God. You know, when archaeologists talk about human communities, they usually uh, focus that subsistence strategies fall into one of two categories, Right? People are either hunters or they are gatherers. So gathering is something we understand, right? We know what it is to gather. And at some point or another, you guys have gathered something. Maybe berries or pine cones or seashells. Anybody? You guys know what it is to gather, do you not? Maybe thimbles or mugs, or little tiny glass bottles, either embossed uh, with the name of or filled with the uh, favorite distilled adult beverage of the location in which you purchase said mug or said little glass bottle. We know what it is to gather. Gathering is something that almost comes naturally to us, does it not? Back in the day, it was baseball cards or beanie babies. Now it's blue checks. But we know what it is to gather. It's it's part of our cultural community. Prior to St. Paul, who here today uses the concept of gather, join me, Timothy, for God has saved us, Timothy. God has called us, the body, Timothy, Prior to St. Paul's talk about gathering, there was the prophet, Isaiah, who wrote these words, the Lord tends the flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms. He carries them close to his heart, and the suffering servant whom the prophet promised, the Lord Jesus Christ, Talks about gathering as well. The words are printed in your bulletin. I'm going to give you a chance to turn there. 
join me in reading. It's, it's found on page uh, 7, the top of page 7. If you will read with me. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who killed the prophets and stoned those sent to how often have you wanted to gather your children together as a Our God is a gathering God. More than fruits and nuts and oddities, though plenty of those just look around. Our God is a gathering God, but He gathers not because He's hungry, nor because He needs a hobby. He gathers because He is holy, and He must hallow. When the Bible speaks of gathering, it means to assemble to bring together, to unify. And it carries this connotation of reconciliation because that which was once assembled, that which was once together, that which was once unified has become separated through its own volition. And it must be gathered again to him. As you read those words, I have longed to gather. I just had to stop and listen. Those are some of those beautiful words in Scripture, I believe. I have longed to gather. They're in the passive tense. What that means is there is this singular, one-time action on behalf of a gatherer that brings together those who are gathered. It's a unilateral action. That means there's one party who secures it, bringing together, assembling, unifying, gathering. God has gathered in Christ Jesus. And through the Spirit's work in your life and in my life, He has gathered us. You are the gathered of God. A God who longs to gather. Let that sink in for a moment. How I have longed to gather you. Jesus didn't just merely decide to gather. He desired to gather. He didn't simply like the notion of gathering. He longed for the action of gathering and bringing together under his wing. God longs to gather. He longed to gather you. He longed, longs to gather you. He longed to gather me. That almost might be enough to just say amen and sit down but you're not getting off that easily. There are three things that I think uh, this text really drives me to rejoice in. The first is the maternal instinct of the eternal father. The mothering nature of the son who took on and assumed a human nature. God longs 
for you to be his. God longs for us to belong to him. And in Jesus, by the power of the Spirit, he has made it happen. The second thing that really captures my attention in these words is who it is long, that God longs to gather. Look at the text again. It's right there in front of you. Who is it that God longs to gather? Killers and stoners. You can take that however you want it. The nice ones, the obedient ones, the quiet and compliant ones, those who will not ruffle his feathers when they are beneath his wings, I'm sure he would take them if he could find them, but he can't. They don't exist. When compared to his holiness, when gauged against his nature, there are only killers and stoners to be found. God must hallow if any are to be holy. For in and of themselves, none have holiness. In and of ourselves, the brood is rude. That's your word for today, brood. It means a gathering of uh, little birds, all right? The brood is rude. In and of itself, God must hallow. And in Christ he does. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. You who kill the prophets and stone those sent to you. Now, it doesn't take a biblical scholar to know where Jesus was when he said those words, right? Where was Jesus when he spoke those words? Jerusalem. It's kind of self-evident, right? Jesus was on the outskirts of Jerusalem. Geography determined the location where these words are spoken, but I think theology dictated the occasion. Jesus could have said these any time in his ministry. Jesus could have said them about his hometown. Oh, Bethlehem, Bethlehem. Jesus could have said them about the nation. Oh, Israel, oh, Israel. Jesus could have gone uh, more conceptually than geographically. He could have said, offspring of Abraham, offspring of Abraham. Jesus waited to speak these words until he was at Jerusalem. Jerusalem means city of peace. How ironic is it that the city of peace is a place that would kill those peace workers sent to it? How ironic is it that the place of peace would rebel from the prince of peace? God desires to gather to himself Jerusalem's children. That includes you and me. Even those who are rebellious, obstinate, vile. His disposition is a gracious one. And that's a disposition he has towards us in Jesus. A God who goes to work at reconciliation, at union, at reunion, if you will. We need to be gathered because in and of ourselves, we know what it is to, to wander. We are easily led astray, if you like the lamb analogy. We know what it is to be scattered. And until we are gathered by the work of the gatherer, scattered we shall remain. God must gather. 
For unless the uh, chicks are, are beneath his wings, unless the chicks are beneath his wings, they're only McNuggets. Unless the lambs are held close to his heart, they're simply chops for the wolf to chomp. God must gather. And gather he has. God has come to gather. In the here and now. Yes, he gathered in the one-time unilateral act in the then and there when his wings were spread out and pinned to the tree, the cross of Calvary. And that act of gathering became yours. Maybe it was through three splashes of water in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Maybe it was through three words, I love you. You are mine. Maybe it wasn't just one word. Live, beloved. Martin Luther wrote about that moment in his catechism when he said, I believe that I cannot believe by my own reason or strength in Jesus Christ or come, gather myself implied, or come to him, but the Holy Spirit has called me by the gospel, enlightened me with his gifts, even as he calls, gathers, and enlightens the whole Christian church on earth, and keeps it in union with Jesus Christ in the one true faith. And it's that union plurality that is the final thing that jumps out to me in these words. How often I have longed to gather your children, not child, chicks, not chick beneath the wing, lambs, not lamb, close to the heart. God gathers us. There is a plurality here. We equally stand as those who are solely gathered by the work of the gatherer, and yet none are gathered solely, singularly. We are gathered together. And that is why we come together as the people of God. Because we have been gathered, we come together so that we might be equipped to gather others together. God has gathered us in a community, a unique community at that, one that loves God and that loves one another. <coughs> Excuse me. One that loves and longs for the scattered to be gathered. A famous Lutheran pastor who wasn't going to live much longer, like the apostle, he too would be martyred under the Nazi regime, wrote these words. We need one another, for the Christ in our brother and sister is stronger than the one in us alone. We need one another. That's as true today in this world as it was in his world, as it was in the apostles' world, as it was in the prophets' world. We need one another. Because the Christ in our brothers and our sisters is stronger than the one in us alone. The Lord longs still to gather. And he does so through his church. His church. 
the gathered, who gather, that they might find the desire, the longing to gather. Amen? We pray. Give us your longing, O Lord. Give us your longing to gather together and to gather to you. For you have longed to gather your people. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening today. A video archive of our online worship services, including today's message, can be found on our YouTube channel and at www.bethanylutheran.org. Links for both of these are in the show notes. If you would like to support this podcast or the ministry of Bethany Lutheran Church in Long Beach, California, you can text the word GIVE to 562-210-0463. That's GIVE, G-I-V-E, to 562-210-0463. We pray that you have a wonderful and blessed week.